<clears throat> Welcome to another episode of NBA Betting Lines. Here we're obviously looking through the awards, getting ready for the NBA season. It's going to be a good one. And again, uh, NBA Betting Lines is going to be your one-stop shop for NBA bets to look at. This coming from uh, someone who previously did some action in the NBA. Did he? I don't know. Maybe not. Um... So let's go to the futures, and obviously we did the MVP odds. Let's look at some title odds and give you some picks on some championship odds. Um, <clears throat> so here runs the full gamut of all the title teams. We're going to kind of go through sort of the top tier, mid tier, and low tier, see if there's any things that pop out. So for the top tier, right now the Clippers are at plus 550. And the Celtics previously held the high, and it looks like with Robert Williams going down and the whole Ime Udoko situation, they actually dropped to plus 600. They're in the plus like 450. Clippers of 550 makes sense, and then Golden State is plus 600, Celtics are plus 600, uh, Nets plus 700, Bucks plus 800. I like kind of truncated the top five. So first of all, well done by Vegas and, and DraftKings in this case. On nailing down the, those five. I think that is your top five. Now, here's the picks that I hate. I don't like Golden State at all at plus 600. I think um, the chances of repeating are, are, are not that 15%, 17% chance there. Uh, the reason why I feel that is they kind of proved their point this past year. And you're going to have a sophomore slump a little bit post post the title run. And also, really, like it was, it was a slight kind of fluky title year. You know, you had it with the Mavs. Uh, I talked about this in the past in 06. Uh, I'm sorry, the Mavs in 2011. Uh, the Heat in 06. You know, every five to ten years, you do have some fluky title runs, and I do think Golden State was in there. And if the Celtics won, I would have felt the same. It, it neither team was at the starter end of a dynasty, right? So you you want to look at like, was this the starter end of a dynasty team? Now, look. The two teams that, that stand out, uh, Clippers and Nets. Personally, my prediction is, is going to be Clippers over Nets. I think the Clippers team is way too stacked. Plus 550, it's still not not getting great odds on that. So, so But, like, look, that's not a bad bet, right? Even though it's the best odds. Sometimes the best odds are the best the best play. I do think the Clippers have the best team in the NBA. They have the two best players um, come playoff time, among the two best players, of Paul, George, and Kawhi Leonard. Um, and, and, you know, let's look at that team for a second. The team is just absolutely uh, stacked right now. Reggie Jackson going to be coming off the bench. They got John Wall. Okay, and John Wall wasn't bad the last time he played. So, you know, they're projected to roll out, you know, quite the starting lineup, um, you know, looking at it. And Brandon Boston, he had a good year. Marcus Morris is going to be back. People forget they got Robert Covington and uh, Norman Powell. That is a deep, deep team. So this is the projected starting lineup of the Clippers. You're going to run John Wall, okay, uh, probably Powell, Norman Powell. This is when they're healthy. Paul, George, Kawhi, Leonard. And then you, you might roll out with, you know, Zubach at, at center, okay? Check out this, this bench right here. So then off the bench, you're going to have basically Reggie Jackson. Um, you know, Luke Kennard looked, looked a little bit better. Marcus Morris, Amir Coffey is good, okay? Terrence Mann. Robert Covington, that's 11 deep. Batum, 12 deep. 
the reason why I like them is they can sustain a few, not just a few injuries, and be fine. You know, but again, it comes down to Kawhi's health. I totally get that. Um, I still like them. I actually like that battle plus five fifty. I don't like the Celtics at plus six hundred. We talked about it in a prior pod. Um, the Rob Williams thing, the back end of the rotation is just a week. I wouldn't touch that. But that's a plus seven hundred. It's also interesting. Look again. The Nets probably the most talented team in the East. It's a coin flip if they place the Clippers in the finals to an extent. Um, it, you know, it depends on who plays better, basically, in that series. I actually thought one of my uh, ideas that I had that was a little outside the box when Kevin Durant was requesting those trade, requesting a trade, you know, swap for he and Kawhi Leonard actually kind of made sense. No one would have ever done it. I know Kawhi wants to play in L.A. Uh, why would Durant like, you know, Clippers and all that? But it kind of made sense. If you deep down, obviously that's not happening, but again, everyone in Brooklyn's incentivized to win at this point. Simmons could have a bounce back here. Plus 700, not horrible either. And then finally, the Bucks are plus 800. I don't mind it. My only concern with the Bucks is I don't think they would beat the Western Conference team. Uh, they could they could roll on the East. So the way the Bucks win the East is if the Nets you know disintegrate a little bit and the Celtics, um, with Robert Williams going down in the back end rotation, you know plays its course. I can see the Bucks winning the East. I don't feel confident that the Bucks have uh, the legs to 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 beat the team coming out of the West, which would probably be the Clippers, right? I I just don't see it. The Clippers I like at plus five fifty more and more because they they really are the standout of the West. So the way you kind of have to think about it is, if you let's just say you have if you have a fifty percent chance to win the West and a fifty percent chance to win the finals, if you win it, it should be one out of four, which would be you know plus plus two fifty. Okay, um, you know, two point five to one shot. Uh, here you're getting a little bit better than that, so it's double. So I I do think the Clippers have probably better than a one out of four, and a one out of four shot. But again, that's the math you got to do for plus five fifty to make sense, right? If you do a hundred divided by four, then divide that by four, you're at six point two five. Okay. Which basically means, and then if you, um, you know, divide that, right, it's 16. So to get 16 to 1 if it's a quarter over a quarter. So 5.5 to 1 doesn't seem great at, at that end. Um, it's not a quarter over a quarter, if you will. Okay, so now let's look at the mid-tier. So again, amongst the, the top tier, I actually really like Clippers at plus 550. You could talk me to the Nets at plus 700 if you want to make the safe bet. Let's go to that middle tier now. These are a couple teams. I'm going to go through the teams all the way through um, plus, let's call it plus four, plus 3,500 or so. Mid-tier teams. So here you got the Sixers plus 1,500, Lakers plus 1,800, Denver Nuggets plus 1,800, Miami Heat plus 2,000. Dallas Mavericks plus 2,000, Memphis Grizzlies plus 2,200, the Cavs plus 3,000. And the Pels plus 3,000. The Wolves plus 3,000. Uh, sorry, the Pelicans are plus 3,500. Minnesota Wolves plus 3,500. So of these teams, look, let's go through these one by one. Knock it off. Suns, no. Plus 1,200, it's not going to happen. Chris Paul's gotten hurt too many times. DeAndre Ayton's already grumpy Gus uh, at media day. I don't see, you know, Phoenix doing anything. Uh, I think Phoenix could actually be an underratedly disappointing team. Uh, this this coming season. So I really hate that at plus 1,200. The Sixers, I think, the most overrated team going into the season. 
uh, you know, I think Doc Rivers is a very overrated coach. I'll say it. I thought he handled the Simmons situation horrifically. Um, and, he, and he's kind of an old school guy with the new school millennials. People, he got into coaching because he really uh, did well with that youth team in Orlando back in the late 90s. And did well with Boston and kind of, you know, was in the same age group, if you will, that group with Garnett, Pearson, Real. And now I think he, he's acting too much like an old timer for, for the youth. On top of that, look, Harden lost a lot of weight. We haven't really proven that Harden and Bede work well together. Uh, second thing that I have with them is Tyrese Maxey, I don't think, is the player that people think he is. I thought that the Sixers should have moved him with Harris to kind of revamp the team a little bit with more depth. Um, there was a deal with Washington, I thought, that could have made sense with Kuzma and others. I don't, I don't like that uh, fit. I think Maxey reminds me of Ronnie Stuckey. He played well in the playoffs, but it wasn't during a nice, enough of a sample size to get you excited. Um, so yeah, I, I, I really, I just really don't like it. And then, and then finally, they play Tucker at the three. Peter Tucker is supposed to play the three. Uh, Doc Rivers was told of the plus minus of Tucker when he plays the four. Didn't care. Looks like he's going to play the three. They're going to force Harris at the four. So yeah, I don't think, and he's a stubborn guy. Uh, Make some adjustments here and there, but. You know, and I think he knows this too. I think he's not thrilled with this role. Um, you know, I think he might take some time off if he coaches again. I can actually see him ending up in Brooklyn or the Knicks, and then his if you're in the Knicks, like that's your last coaching stop. So who knows? Maybe even the Lakers. They're going to do a gross overpay once they inevitably fire Darvin Ham. So I hate the Sixers plus fifteen hundred. The Lakers are plus eighteen hundred. I don't like, but I actually get it because. If the Lakers roll into the playoffs, they can have the two best players in every single series they play. So look, I wouldn't sneeze at that. I think plus 1,800 is way too high. It should be closer to plus 3,000. But look, if you want to gamble a little bit, 18 to 1, it's it's not horrible given, again, I don't think they'll have a good regular season. I think they'll just waltz the way to probably a play. Their depth is weak, but they're going to likely do an off-season move or sorry, a, a mid-season trade to bolster. I think Westbrook gets moved, and that can change things. Plus 1,800, still don't like it. Nuggets of plus 1,800 is a little more interesting. I think the Nuggets are going to have a good bounce back here. Murray's going to be healthy. Michael Porter Jr. is supposed to be healthy. And they have the reigning MVP. But again, in a series, and look, they beat the Clippers a couple of years ago in the bubble year to make the conference finals. Um, so can they get over the hump in, in a series? Things have to kind of bounce the way. Plus 1,800 is a little not high enough for me there. The Heat of plus 2,000, hate it, hate it. Um, they're really maxing their talent as much as possible. They got worse from last year. They didn't get better. They lost P.J. Tucker. Lowry's a year older, just looks washed up. They didn't solve the Duncan Robinson fiasco. Tyler Hero being healthy is not going to be enough to do anything for them. So why do I think they're going to do better this year with a better East? So I scratch them. Their chance to an East, I would even like at plus 2,000. They're, to me, also another disappointing team to look at. Dallas, a plus 2,000. Interesting. It's interesting to me. Things have to break through in the regular season, but if you have Luka going in the series, you could have the best guy in the playoffs. Again, he has the highest MVP odds, as we talked about on the prior pod. Dallas, a plus 2,000. Again, not high enough for me. I'm not getting enough juice, but it's interesting. Here's the one that I like a little bit of this group. Memphis, at plus 2,200. People are sleeping on Memphis. They were the second best team in the NBA last year, or in the e- the West rather. Um, they got some reps in in their series against Golden State. 
I think the books don't like the loss of Kyle Anderson. I get it. But if Jaron Jackson Jr. is healthy and John Morant keeps improving, doesn't Baines there, that's as good as a trio as he got in the NBA. Um, I like Jenkins for Coach of the Year. Spoiler alert. I, I, I really think he's going to win that. Um, and look, they could win the West. So if they win the West, they have the best record in the West. 2,200. Uh, if I felt like they have a 24% chance of winning the West... And then a 50% chance of winning the title, then my odds should be, right, 25 divided by 2 at 12 and a half. Okay, which goes into 100, right? It should be, you know, 8 to 1 or so. 10 to 1. It should be closer to 1,000. It should be where Phoenix is at 1,200. So I like that. Again, I don't think they're going to win, but they should be a plus 1,200 or a plus 2,200. So you take that, you're getting better leverage there, in my opinion. Cavs a plus 3,000, don't like it, hate it. You're asking a lot for the Cavs here. You're, you're, you're pegging them as a second-round team in this first year together, a fringe second round. That's a tough call. Uh, New Orleans a plus 3,500. Again, depends on Zion. Um, a lot of factors there. I don't hate it. I like the Pelicans a plus 3,500 more than the Wolves at plus 3,500. The Pelicans um, may have had a learning experience with the Phoenix series. It depends on Green and how adjusted... Adjustments he can make. But they have the ammo to make some interesting moves. And they could be a surprise team. So I don't I don't hate the Pelicans at plus 3,500. Again, this is a massive gamble. Minnesota, as I noted, don't like it. I think I think they'll be not a disaster, but you're, you're, Gobert proven to not be successful in the playoffs. And they're, again, it's all about these teams' incentives, too. That's what you got to think about. Does Minnesota really have championship aspirations? No, they're trying to get into the playoffs. And into the second round. That's their goal. Okay. So it's important to look at these teams. Look at goal by goal by team as well when you're looking at this. Toronto plus 4,500 is another good gamble for me. Again, they should be closer to plus 2,000. That, that, that should be 20 to 1, not 45 to 1. Those are still long shots. Okay. But at um, basically 45 to 1 odds. Um, Again, they had a great second half. They, I think they had the second-best record in the league post the All-Star break. They run a really unique lineup, which I think could cause some terror in the playoffs. And they have a GM who's willing to make some risque moves. He talked about SGA being able to shot Gilgris Alexander, or when he is, Toronto's going to be a player. They do a move like that with that roster. You know, again, now they could get through the East, and, and they could be interesting. They could have a fluky kind of playoff run. Um. Let's look at some of these lower-tier teams. So now, uh, Atlanta plus 4,500. Now we're getting to the Drex. Chicago plus 6,500. Portland plus 8,000. Uh, and then it gets really, really deep. Um, so, Hawks, Bulls, Blazers. Look, uh, Hawks plus 4,500. Uh, again, I don't like it. I know that's long shot. Bulls plus 6,500. I've said I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. That's just throwing your money away. I, I don't see a realm there where they can win. There's not even a realm. The Blazers at plus 8,000 is, is the worst bet on this board. Worst just in terms of big... Blazers are not going to be good. Why don't people... I don't get... No, everyone should be pounding the under on this team. Damian Lillard hasn't been good in a bit, okay? People are like, oh, he's going to have a revenge here. He's, he's not young. No knock to him, okay? But, um, you know, he, he's, he's, he's getting up there in age. And they the roster got a lot worse. They moved Powell... Um, they didn't really, you know, I, I get it, I get it. Like, they got Jeremy Grant. I don't, I wouldn't overrate that. Gary Payton, okay, nice. 
But I think Lillard is going to be a lot worse. Um, he's 32, and he and he's playing like he's 36, given the injury stuff. You know, Simons isn't proving enough for me. Uh, that rotation, let's, I mean, let's go through it, right? So their lineup is going to be basically uh, Lillard, probably Peyton at the two. Um, you know, Jeremy, Josh Hart, Jeremy Grant, and Yosef Nurkic. Um, I don't look at it for several reasons. First of all, Nurkic gets hurt all the time. Lillard gets hurt all the time. Then off the bench, it's really, you know, Simons, Sharp. And now, now it gets thin fast. Wesley Wando, Trenton Waterford, Greg Brown, Keon Johnson. It's a weak bench. Drew Banks isn't bad. But, yeah, really don't like it. All right, here we go. Some crazy-ass long shots here. Yeah, again, the triple digits. So, like, 150 to 1 and beyond. Let's just go through it. So, the Knicks, 15,000 plus 15,000. Charles plus 18,000. Wizards are plus, uh, I'm sorry, 180, 150, does that? Plus 15,000, plus 18,000. Uh, Wizards plus 40,000. Um, look, of these, it's the Knicks of plus 15,000. But, you know, Bedlam would, would, would take over, right? This would only happen if they did a Hallmark deal. I don't see it. I hate Charlotte plus 18,000. I know that sounds crazy. If you can do any of these gambles, don't, first of all. These are just massive gambles. But... You know, if you like letting it ride at 401, do the Wizards. Why? If Beal plays the one, Davis breaks out. Again, you, you have to be kind of, you got to be a little clever here. Can they break through? Uh, I still don't think so. Sacramento is interesting here. This I want to say, this maybe I'm crazy. Sacramento 70,000 plus 70,000, which is 700 to 1. Okay. Um, right? One, two, seven hundred to one. Seven hundred to one. I mean, look, seven hundred to one. I, I'm going to throw ten bucks on that. All right. Ten times seven hundred. You make seven grand. Yeah. I, I don't mind that. Seven hundred to one. Yeah, I'm taking the Kings. Um, Again, odds very low, but they have a pretty talented team with with, with Fox as a bonus. They'll be incentivized to win as many games as possible. And this could be a hedge play where if their odds improve in the middle of the year, can you cash out? I don't know. The rest of these are just insanity. Detroit, none of these else makes it. They got no shot, right? 70,000 uh, to one. No. OKC, now we're getting 100,000 to one. These are 1,000 to one shots now. Right, so 701,001, you got OKC, Utah, Houston, Orlando, Indiana, San Antonio. Of these, basically, 1,001 shots, the only one I would look at is Indiana. Again, because of incentive. They never tank, um, so they might look to win. But don't touch these. So, in short, let's summarize this. We like the Clippers at 5.5 to 1, basically. That's the... You bet a dollar, you get $5.50. Safest bet on the board or Brooklyn, 7 to 1. Not bad. After that, you want to do a little, you want to be a little risque. We talked about Memphis at plus 2,200. It's not bad. 
right? Which is basically uh, 22 to 1. All right, so 10 bucks gets you 220 bucks, uh, maybe 100 bucks if you want to you know, throw a little more in there. We also don't mind New Orleans at plus 3,500. Again, New Orleans can clever their way into a, a title run rare, but again, plus 3,500, you're, you're looking at that. Toronto, same thing, plus 4,500, don't mind it. After those, I wouldn't touch anything. So the only ones I touch are the Clippers at plus 550, then it's a plus 700. If you're feeling a little frisky, you might do the Lakers at plus 1,800. Because of what they can do in the mid in mid season, the Grizzlies are plus twenty two hundred. Interesting. The Pels at plus thirty five hundred, and the Raptors are plus forty five hundred. We'll do more awards as the preseason goes on, getting ready for the NBA season. Hope this helps. NBA betting. Keep tuned in throughout the regular and off season.